You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, no. Uh, You had to bring it out, didn't you? I I didn't want to do it ever again. I didn't think we'd have to hear it. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Yeah, we had to bring the Deuces intro back out. We had to do it. See ya. Wow. Well, before we get to that, um, you guys can hear Beam's voice. He obviously did not win the lottery ticket. He is not calling in from an island in a robe eating turkey, bacon, cheese, eggs, and drinking mimosas. He is still in studio with me. So, Beam, how are you today? Still here. Feeling all right, Maddie, because nobody won the Mega Millions lottery. So I still have another shot at it, which makes me feel even better. This time it's up to like (laughs) 860-some million dollars. Even better. Yeah. It's going to be even better for it me. Is. We were talking about it. Uh, if I win this one, I'm going to hook everyone at the station up. It's going to be beautiful. Man. Uh, listeners of the podcast, slide in my DMs. I'll throw oh. you 100 grand, whatever you want, man. No Let's ladies, go. though. Yeah. I, gotta yeah, look I don't up. know if Meredith would be yeah, I got to look up for my gal. That. That's my gal. Yeah, Can't have right. any of that. I'm team no, Meredith but, uh, all day. Yeah, so you can obviously you can hear my voice. I'm not piping in from the Bahamas or anywhere. So I'm actually, I woke up today. Woke up in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. It's about 45 degrees out. It's sunny. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day to be a Buckeye, Maddie. But Is uh, it? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's, it's fine. fine. I think that's, I think that's not, the perfect way to put it. I don't know if it's a great it. day, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's a fine it, day. It's a fine day. Before we get to this Bosa stuff, because obviously that's the big, new, big news. Beam and I recorded the podcast yesterday before the news broke. That's why we obviously didn't hit on that. Right. Um, man, getting out of bed has been tough for me now. It's cold outside. I got this comforter that I bought. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's two sizes too big. Um, in for Wrap my yourself bed. up like a burrito But I'm there? gone. Wrap myself up like a burrito, brown rice, uh, double chicken, mm-hmm. onions, peppers, um, mild salsa. If anybody wants to send burritos to the station, that's what I like. Yeah, so go ahead. Just remember that. You got Maddie's um, recommendation right 97 there. 97 won the fan here in Columbus, Ohio. But all right, <laughs> let's get to this. So we started today with the Deuces intro. Last time yep. we played that is when Kelly Bryant chucked it up at Clemson. So, yeah. Yep. Now, uh, Nick Bosa is chunking up the Deuces to Ohio State. Yep. And it's one of these topics where you see both sides of it. I understand the mm-hmm. Buckeye fan that's listening right now that's saying, man, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks because we know how dynamic this is. This guy is. We know how he made. Um, he was kind of the easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl of this defense, yeah, right? He really in, was. in a certain yeah. way to where he could obviously help out the pass rush, which obviously helps out the secondary. It all works together. And now you're not going to have Nick Bosa for the remainder of the season. You will never see a. I don't want to say never, but you won't see a Bosa around Ohio State for a very, very long time until uh, Joey and Nick start pumping out kids. So. Right. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a long time or not. Who knows? Uh, no, it could, be, it could be soon. But yeah, this sucks, Beam, and you have to understand where he's coming from. At least I do. I want to speak for you. I just think, man, when you're in the position like him, you're the 1% of the elite class of athletes yep. in Division One football, and that's Nick Bosa and a handful of guys that we see every single year. And he's a part of that, and he's got an opportunity to, if not be the number one overall pick, probably definitely be a top five pick and make generational money um, just like his brother did and is going to do. Now, I just I think it's kind of a no-brainer, man. I think it's a no-brainer. If he's not going to be healthy enough to contribute to this team and he sees what's ahead of him in a couple months and you got a chance to secure the bag beam, you have to do it, even though this stinks for this year's Ohio State football team and the fan base. I'm 100% with you. When you're looking $30 million right in the eyeball, 27, 26, whatever the final number is going to be when he goes in the draft, you know, you, you have to look out for yourself. And, you know, I think that, Maddie, yeah, I think a lot of people were kind of split on this, and I think a majority 
Uh, you know, you saw Ohio State Buckeyes tweeting in yesterday, tweeting at Nick Bosa, like, all right, man, go secure sure, the bag. All of course, good. Man. Um, and ultimately, when you come to Ohio State, I think that's your end goal. You right. know, your goal is obviously to win national championships while you're here, make the best of what you can. Um, but at the end of the day, all these guys come to Ohio State because it's just it's a pro factory. They yeah. pump dudes into the NFL left and right, and that's the end goal is to be able to make money off of yourself and go play in the NFL. So when you look at this Nick Bosa thing, yeah, I think he absolutely made the right decision because um, when you put it into perspective, you know I saw a lot of people too. I, they were you know tweeting about Nick Bosa and how he quit on his team and everything like that. It's like, hey man, just, if you have a chance to go make thirty million dollars, like this is why Nick Bosa came to school. Yeah. All right, and people were saying, well, why? Why wouldn't he finish out the semester? Why wouldn't he be around his team? You know, he's a captain. Listen, I went to Ohio State. All right. I graduated from Ohio State. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to do radio. If I could have got a job at this radio station before I graduated, I would have. The last thing on my mind was worrying about going to 8 a.m. classes. Exactly. And two, you know, let's let's also sit back and pump the brakes. It's not like this is a fully healthy Nick Bosa as well. This is not a guy. No. It's like he could come back, you know, this week and play. This is a guy we don't know the timetable of uh, where, you know, I was reading the reports yesterday and uh, listened to John Bosa, which we'll play in the next segment. Uh, Nick Bosa's dad, Joey Bosa's dad. Um, and he was talking about how it was going to be a 12-week timetable, yeah. and so he was already playing with an injury. But it's not like he was fully healthy. It's not like he quit on his team. No, this I, is a guy who was severely injured, Sure, and it's going to be a 12-week timetable, which would put him up to December. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people got blown away with his intent not to come back to school and to leave the program and focus on the NFL draft. This is a guy who was hurt. It's not like yes. he's fully healthy. So pump the brakes a little bit yeah. and let the man do his job. No, and he is doing, to me, the right thing. Like we both are saying, I think this is a no-brainer for him when yep. you're in the situation um, that he's in. And look, let's go back to last year. And I know for some Buckeye fans, the Denzel Ward thing rubbed people the wrong way. Sure. But my line is always, if your guys are out there, your brothers, whatever you want to call it, yep. if they're out there contending for a national championship, you play. Yep. You play. Now, last year, when you don't play for a national championship. Playing in the you, uh, Cotton Bowl. If you're playing okay. in the Cotton Bowl against Sam Darnold, whatever, and you know you're Denzel It's an Ward, exhibition game. And you have a chance. Exactly, Beam. It's an exhibition game. You have a chance to become a top 10 pick, which he was the number four overall pick. And look, that's worked out for him. He's on his way to probably win the defensive rookie of the year right now in the NFL. So look. He's the one percenter that we rarely see come through Ohio State. You see a ton of elite athletes come through here, but there is a different level of guys that do come to Ohio State, like your Nick Bosa's, like your Joey's, like your Denzel Ward's, that get drafted really, really high. Zeke was a part of that group as well, and these guys are just different cats than everyone else. So, no, I have no issue with this, and I think if you're a Buckeye fan if and you do have an issue with this, I think you should just take a deep breath and go to being a 21-year-old kid and looking, hey, yep. in six months – I will become so rich, I don't know what to do with myself. And all it's going to take is for me to stay healthy throughout the winter, not get involved in any off-the-field crap for the early part of next year. And when Roger Goodell comes out there and calls my name and I give him a hug and hold up that jersey, my life has completely changed. I've changed my life. I've changed my friend's life. I've changed my kids' lives. I've changed my family's lives. And that's exactly what's going to happen to Nick Bosa. So, no, it's a clear-cut thing for me from a football standpoint. We know the guys that have to step up. Beam Jonathan Cooper, he looks like he's going to be healthy maybe ready to go against Purdue, but the list goes on of guys that now need to step up, but there's no denying that there's a gaping hole there because Nick was so elite coming off the edge. And I think a lot of people, too, maybe be upset about it um, because of the timing of this, too, Maddie, because... 
you know, for so long, um, for the last, what, four or five weeks, however long it's been since the TCU game, I can't even count anymore. It was that week three. We're heading into week eight right now. Yeah. Um, I think for so long there was always that, you know, that aura around Nick Bosa and the potential of him coming back. Uh, and now, you know, you get concrete evidence that, all right, he's not going to do it. And I think, too, I, I, you know, looking at the Ohio State on-the-field product, I think, too, that's going to motivate this defensive line by them saying, listen, now we know – that our guy, our captain, is going right. to be out for the rest of the year. He's not going to be around. We need to step up. Because there's a lot of people today saying that Nick Bosa's absence takes Ohio State out of the college football playoff, well, we'll takes see. them out of national championship I still contention. think they got an offense that can make some things happen. And I do too. And we know that the, the, there there is a defensive, um, on the defensive side, it is a weakness. But I still think they're right there because of what we talked about yesterday. All the other contenders have weaknesses. Sure. Yeah, All of them, right? everybody does. And so you just you take a good hard look at Ohio State and are there some things that they obviously have to fix? Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt. But when you look at guys like, you know, a Tyler, Tyler Friday, yeah. Tyreek Smith, uh, you look at Jonathan Cooper coming back fully healthy. You look at Robert Landers. You look at Draymond Jones, yep. Tommy Togiai, uh, Chase Young. Haskell this, Garrett. Haskell yes. Garrett. This is a, a group that we said it when the injury happened. If you... Not that you would ever want something like this to happen. Of course happen. not. Of course not, not. that you would want that at all. But if you were to have an injury to one part of your team yeah. that is so loaded and stacked, you would almost want it to come on the defensive line because you have so many dogs running out there, rolling out the helmets every single Saturday, yes. stra- strapping up the chin straps. And I just, you know, I, it is, it's a huge blow. There's no way around it. No and it, it sucks. Yes, Ohio State fans, it Sucks no that number ninety-seven. The lasting image you're gonna get yeah. of him is going down and holding on to his waist, right. his upper abdomen area down in Jerry World. That's gonna be the lasting that's image it. you get of Nick Bosa. That's the last time. I didn't think that would be the last time that we saw Nick Bosa, but that's it. That's the facts of the story. He's yeah. gone, exactly. and so what you have to do in this situation is you have to say to yourself, and if you're Chase Young, if you're John Cooper, if you're Draymond Jones, Rob Landers, all these guys I just said, you look yourself in the mirror, you look your teammates in the eye. And said, listen, man, yeah. we have to step up because I'm sure, sure as hell that Nick Bosa wants absolutely nothing more than Ohio State to win a national championship. For sure. There's no question. There's no question about it. And you talk about the lasting image of Nick. Think about the lasting image of Joey. I know. Walking off the field in the targeting. festival for yeah. the targeting call. Um, No. So, I mean, look, the endings of the Bosa's have been very bitter just because yep. um, it's kind of something taken out of their hands. And everyone watched how elite those guys were, what sure. they do. And those guys don't come around. Very often. Let's hear from Greg Shiano real quick. Here he is on losing Bosa. Well, he's a great player. You know, it's um, I think it's tough for everybody, including yeah. Nick. But that's kind of life in sports. You have to go and move on and you know play with who you have. I guess they call that the next man up mentality. Yep. Here's Greg Shiano talking about how uh, the squad has to move forward without Nick. In sports, you don't have a choice, right? You just you play with who you have, and that's uh, you know everybody has situations. Every once in a while, you get one of those magical years where everybody stays healthy the whole time. But especially in our sport, that's not very common. So you know, you just you know, the common phrase, I guess, is "next man up," and everybody's probably overused. But it's a reality in sports. You know, the, the game's coming on Saturday night at 7:30. Whether we're healthy, not healthy, ready, not ready, um, it doesn't wait for anyone. And I think he nailed it right there. Yeah, you have to turn the page now. Okay, this happened early in the week. I understand this sucks for the guys in that room. I understand it sucks for the other captains on this team. But you have to move on, especially the guys in that D-line group. And like you mentioned, I'm so glad you laid out all the names because they have a ton of depth. 
They may not have the explosion, the eliteness that you get from Nick Bosa, but sure. there's a ton of depth there. You're not going to have to worry about a ton of guys being fatigued, especially if you get B.B. Landers back and Jonathan Cooper in this game. They will be able to generate some type of pass rush, but the pass rush that you got from Nick Bosa was an elite-level pass rush, and it won't surprise me at all if we're talking this year, um, this time next year about Nick Bosa. You know, second NFL quarterbacks all the time. Yeah. That's what this guy's going to do. He's that good. Yeah, he is. He's just, you know, and once again, you have to reiterate, I'm sure this decision was not easy for Nick Bosa. No. Like I said, there there is nothing that I'm sure that he wants more than Ohio State to win a national championship and for his guys to go out there and dominate the line of scrimmage and his unit to show what they are, what that yeah. silver bullet defense means. And so that decision, I'm sure it weighed heavily on him, but at the end of the day, Matt, he made he made the absolute 100% right call. He did, no doubt about it. We'll take a quick break here, come back, um, let you hear from John Bosa, Nick's father, and also play some, you know, Haskins, Ryan Day sound. We'll mix that in as well. But I, let, I want to let you know about Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experience that lasts a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. With the podcast code locked on, listeners can receive $20 off of orders $200 or more. If they are if they are first time customers to Vivid Seats, go to the App Store, Google Play, and download Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code Locked On to receive twenty dollars off orders of two hundred dollars or more. Vivid Seats, go check them out. We'll be right back in a second. You are Locked On Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, so we spent a good portion of the time letting you know, uh, giving you our thoughts on the whole Nick Bosa situation. Let's hear from John Bosa, Nick's dad. As a family, um, you know, we looked at, at Nick had had clearly had played the first few games uh, with some damage uh, in his groin area, um, and unfortunately, you know, at, at TCU, he ended up with with a bilateral tear, which means there was a, a pretty major tear on the left side, and then also some tearing on the right side of his uh, of his abs. So. Uh, surgery went fantastic, um, and we're we're headed back up there to see the doc. But the reality is, the return on a bilateral um, repair like that is about 12 weeks. So when you do the math on that, um, you know we looked at that, and and to really safely return, uh, put him put him well into December. So as a family. Um, just a just a horrible decision, and just a heartbreaking decision for us because it's you know as, as you know we were I think we were going to witness one of the most amazing years a defensive lineman's had here, and uh, and and obviously Nick was was focused his you know part of his goals was you know to to see how far we could get through down the playoffs and and so it was a very difficult decision. Um, but obviously as a family and, and to look at the repair and, and for his future health and, um, and continuing his career, this is the right decision to, to, to make. Um, you know, and, and the coaches, you know, I've trusted uh, the Buckeyes with both my sons. Uh, we love we love Coach Johnson. We love Urban Meyer. And, and um, it's just been a wonderful experience that unfortunately had to end like this. Um, but we know we're doing the right thing for our son. And, uh, and uh, you know, we love we love the Buckeyes. And it's 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 heartbreaking to, to know that I'm not going to be watching him anymore in uh, in a Buckeye uniform. So no animosity at all towards no. the program, no, no animosity at all towards Larry Johnson, no animosity at all towards Urban Meyer. This is a family, this is a dad being that 
had a serious talk with his son and said, look, this is what we have to do as a family. This is what we're going to do to protect your future. And it's the right call. I think the one surprising thing to some people probably listening to that um, is hearing him say he was banged up before the TCU yeah. game. Yeah, I, I think that I, was that, a big that, thing. That's not something I think we knew a ton about at all. Um, and so, look, this is a guy that clearly wanted to play with his guys. And it got to a point where you had to have this surgery. The timetable told him it was 12 months. And he can't go. He can't go. And look, if it was a borderline thing, a last-minute thing, or you looked at the calendar and said, oh, he may be able to make it for the Big Ten Championship. He may be able to make it if they get to the playoff. Look, you just rip the scab off now. You get it out of the way. You get it out of everybody's mind after this week. It won't be a huge deal. We'll know he's not there, and you move on. But no doubt, Beam, from his camp, uh, this was the right call, and you got to go get the coins. Yeah, when you you just you see that timetable and you illustrate, or John Bosa rather illustrates, uh, the timetable for his return, Maddie, and you want to talk about a 12 weeks on a bilateral return. Um, it's just, you know, it is. It's kind of heartbreaking there uh, to see a guy like that go out. And like we said in the first segment, that lasting image of Nick Bosa you're going to see. Um, but it's it's 100% the right move. And when you're talking about a 12-week return, you know, that's in normal cases. Or maybe that's an accelerated return. And, you know, if he's saying that it's going to put him well into December, well, that mean, well into December means you're obviously you're missing the Big Ten championship yeah. game. And so let's, you know, not even play devil's advocate, but let's look at the other side of the story. If Ohio State happens to drop a game, they don't make it to the college football playoff, uh, then Nick Bosa gets back with the team, and now you're going to be playing an exhibition game, which likely he would sit out anyways. Uh, So, you know, it's – and like, you know, John Bosa and Nick's pops just illustrated right there, this is a guy, Matty, who we talked about in his routine every day where he would spend an hour, hour and a half, two hours stretching, putting putting extra work – into his body and making himself the best player that he can be. This is a guy who's going to classes over at Ohio State. He's spending hours over at the Woody Hayes facility, and then he's doing all of that on top of himself. So for people to say that Nick Bosa quit on his team, you're absolutely out of your mind. This is a guy who's put blood, sweat, and tears into this program. He got injured. He got banged up. He made the absolute 100% right move. And so for people to say that you know he quit – I just I don't I don't I can't I don't, get there, I, I, I can't I can't get there. there either. Especially when John Bose is saying it's going to be a twelve week return. That's three months. That's put you in the middle of December. Yeah. You're going to be out anyways. Listen, man, secure that bag. Secure the bag. Go get it. And it, look, anybody that's salty about it, you're just being selfish. You're being selfish yeah. for your Buckeye fandom. Um, and I just don't. And think that's what being a fan is. I understand is, about being selfish, but when you look at a guy like Nick Bosa, he's hurt. He's injured. It's <laughs> he's, not like he's healthy. Right. And that's the biggest thing I think we need to illustrate today yes. is that this is not a guy who is fully healthy and right. who's just skipping the rest exactly. of the season. This is a guy who is going through rehab. He can't. This go. is a guy who is flying back up to Philadelphia to talk to his doctor. Who knows what his timetable would be? Right. Maybe this is a five month rehab. Who exactly. knows how bad that tear is? No I doubt. mean, no he doubt. did the absolute right thing. He's getting the best. Best help that he can get yes. in his rehab and his recovery, and let, it's him, just, live. let him live. Let him live. Let him live. Let him, let do, him his do his thing. thing. It's his life, and if you were in his situation, I would. I'm, I feel good in saying 99.9 percent of you would do the exact yeah. same. And thing. I know that we have those. You know, we've got scarlet co- color goggles on all the time, and there's nothing that me and you want more than what's best for Ohio State. We want Ohio State to hoist that national championship trophy every year. They have so much high expectations. When you pay a guy like Urban Meyer $7 million, when you have other coaches on your staff making a million dollars plus, yes, the the expectations are so high. And at the end of the day, you want what's best for Ohio State, but when you look at what makes a team and the individuals and the the amount of effort and attitude that Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa yeah. both bought, brought to this program, 
you can't slam the kid for doing this. No, you can't. Let's play a couple more here from Greg Schiano, and then we'll play some uh, sound from the offensive guys. In the last block, here is Greg Schiano talking about one of those guys that may have to be up, and that's going to be Justin Hilliard. Justin's a joy to coach. I mean, he is a uh, he's a great athlete. He's a great kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's a young man. But I really enjoyed being around him, so I was happy, to, I was happy that he played. He played a little the week before, and then he obviously by necessity played more this week. But I'm, I'm happy for him because he's, you know, not only did he do well on defense, he's one of our best special teams performers. Look, and if I'm Justin Hilliard, let's go. Yeah. Now I know there's an opening there. I yep. know Jonathan Cooper, Cooper's going to get a ton of work. I know Chase Young's going to get a ton of work. But you move up in the pecking order as far as the pass rushers go. It's time to go to work. We mentioned it yesterday. This is a guy that was a huge recruit coming out of Cincinnati. Moeller, right? Moeller, right? Say next. Say next. I'm sorry. I don't know. One um, of the two I got beef there. with Moeller. They, you know, they knocked me out in the state championship game my senior year down here at Huntington Park. So I'm always thinking about Moeller when I think about the Cincinnati We knocked teams. him out our... I got senior year in high school for football. The Good. Elks took Muller down, so there we go. We yeah, got a little they, bit they of They broke my heart. They broke my heart. But anyway, Beam, right, this is a cat <laughs> that's got to get it going. He's yeah. got to get it going. Let's see what you got. Greg Schiano obviously believes in him. I can't wait to see his development moving forward. We talked about you know the depth on the defensive line, um, and then you look at that linebacking court. It should be no different of a mentality. It should be absolutely yep. no different of a mentality for whether it be linebackers, safeties, cornerbacks, kickers, punters, whatever. Yeah. You know, you have to have this mentality. If someone goes down and they're not able to play, I need to go in there and to the best of my abilities fill in. And, you know, I thought Justin Hillier played okay. Mm-hmm. I think that there's definite room for improvement. Sure. This was a guy who missed, what, the first two years, I think, with a biceps There's injury. rust there. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> you know, we, we talked about it uh, on Monday, how he was knocking off the rust a little bit. He was getting back in there, getting up to game speed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's absolutely imperative. And I think the biggest thing, Maddie, when you talk about these guys who are coming in uh, and who are filling in for players who are injured, uh, who you know are competing every single day at practice, I think the biggest thing uh, for an Ohio State defense right now, who's struggling, who's 59th in the country in mm. passing defense, Whew. I think that you, when you look at this this defense, the biggest thing if you're going to fill in is don't make the mistake. No. Just don't make the big mistake. Don't if be you, that you can, guy. You can have a bad play once in a while. You can have a missed assignment. That's okay, but just don't make the big mistake yeah. when you're on an island, something like that. Nope. Don't let a quarterback evade out of the pocket and run for 40, 50 yards. Yeah. Don't let your guy break free on a little slant route. Exactly. And I think that it's all about eliminating the big mistake right now. We've seen Ohio State be very, very good in the second half right. of, of football games. The bend but don't break mentality. Who knows? College kickers are a wild thing, man. You, you never know. Give, <laughs> you want to give someone a 40-yard field goal, 35-yard field goal, I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as you aren't giving up seven points on the board every single trip down the field, this team has uh, an absolute – um, national championship hopes and aspirations. And so, you know, it's all about, for Justin Hilliard, for a guy like Sean Wade, uh, who's battling with Isaiah Pryor right now for that second uh, safety spot. Um, you know, it's it's all about, Maddie eliminating the big mistake. No, and I always say um, you don't want to be the red dot guy in the film room, yep. right? When the lights are low and you're watching that, film the next that day, that red laser on, on you, you don't want no. to be the red dot guy. Last one here from Gianna, then we'll play a couple cuts and get out of here for, for today. Here he is talking about uh, how this Boilermaker – Offense can create some problems. Schematically, they use a ton of different personnel groups. They also do a lot of formations. They do a lot of uh, trick plays. They make you dot every I and cross every T. That's that's the kind of outfit they are. So and we're going to have to be at our very best Saturday night. We know it. We'll, we talked about it yesterday. Beam and I will dive more into Purdue uh, tomorrow and Friday, clearly. But before we take a break, I want to you know, kick it over to my guy and have him talk about Sling TV. Yeah, Maddie, you don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick and 
tired of paying for 20 channels that you never watch when you just want to see your team win. Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. For only $30 a month, you can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, everything else in there. Stream it on your big screen, all your favorite devices, whether you're on the go, you're at home, you're kicking back, you're on the road, whatever you're doing, Sling TV is always there. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love only better. Like we said, no useless channels, no long-term contracts, absolutely no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling and check our guys out. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. I think we got to show Ryan Day some love. He kind of, you know, got him out of the gates going undefeated. And he sure. kind of did his know, job. Went out into the background now. We don't hear much from him. Let's yeah. uh, let's get Ryan Day's take on, you know, maybe the lack of the running game right now is a concern, but he still thinks he's still feeling pretty good about his offense. It's a good problem to have when, when, when you're putting up that, that type of production and, and, and you still don't feel like you've maxed out yet. And I think that's a good thing, though, because we're still hungry. We're still trying to figure out how we can maximize everybody on the field. Yet when you look at it, I think, you know, statistically we're still ranked pretty high in a lot of different categories. And I think one of the more explosive offenses in all of college football right now. So that's a good thing. But we're still hungry to get better. They are one of the more explosive offenses yep. in the country, if not the most explosive offense on the country on any given Saturday. But we still know and he knows because he watches the film clearly, um, that there's a glaring hole there right now, and that's the running game. And the guys up front that have to create holes aren't creating holes right now, and that's going to be a problem moving forward, especially when it gets cold. Because if you get into one of these wintry mixed games, I remember the game a couple years ago at Minnesota when JT ran with a 60-something yards in the, in the snow for a cold touchdown Cold rain pass. against Michigan State. Exactly. Like, that was the game yeah. in the Minnesota game. Remember the coach was eating the dilly-dilly bar on the sideline and all that stuff. I don't blame him. Look, dilly-dilly <laughs> bars, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, here's the thing. Like, you get in a game like that, you're not going to be able to throw the ball all over the yard, no. right? And those games are coming possibly with the with the weather changing here you in October and November. What this weather you don't. is going to do? You don't, right? So this running game, it's it's got to get fixed eventually. It has to. Yeah, you just like I am. I'm so frustrated uh, talking about the running game. We illustrated um, a couple days ago that Ohio State's rushing um, rush per attempt has gone down in every single game. Now, if that isn't the most alarming thing about this team, then I think it should be one of your top two, whether that be the pass defense or whether that be uh, the rushing game. And it's just, I, I don't know what it is, Maddie. You're going to get into one of these games uh, against a great defensive front, yep. whether you look at Michigan State, you look at Michigan, you, look at, the, you look at those two teams, yeah. um, and they're going to say, listen, if you want to throw the ball on us, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and throw the ball on us because eventually we're going to drop seven back in the box and yep. we feel so confident in our four pass rushers and yes. our four run stoppers that we can plug you up with those four guys. All day that long. You're not going to get to that second All level. All day long. And eventually you are going to get to a play where this has happened before, you saw it in the Penn State game, you're going to get to a play, Maddie, where it's going to be fourth and one, yeah. fourth and two, in the fourth quarter, where you are going to yes. need to get a yard. Gotta have and it. this is something right now I think that I am least confident in Ohio State fixing I agree. just because of the way the offensive line has been playing. You know J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber have the most talent, some of the most talented players on the team. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, one, haven't even busted a long one this year, uh, that's surprising. And the yeah. fact that their rush per attempt has gone down in every single game. You know, you watch this offensive line and you watch the effort, Maddie. They're not getting off the ball well. They're slow. They're not playing angry. They're not playing angry. They're not coming off the ball. They're not punching people in the mouth. This is not 
a slob offensive line. These dudes are six foot six, six seven, six eight, Averaging. six nine, Aver- yeah. three hundred and thirty pounds. Use some of that muscle yeah, that go. Mickey Marotti puts on you in the offseason and push some dudes around. I You're agree. gonna need to get to a play where it's like I said, it's gonna happen. Yes. This is going to be a time. You're gonna have a tough game. And it may be this weekend yeah. against Purdue. Yeah. It, it could be this weekend. This I, thing is gonna get funky. It's getting sticky on Saturday. It's getting real yeah. sticky on Saturday. Here's, I agree. here's Ryan Day talking about this O line. Obviously, week to week, we're always looking to make, you know, uh, you know, enhancing the things we're doing well and fixing the things that, that we don't feel like we're doing a great job with. So, uh, but we, we do that every week. And, and so overall, I think they're solid. Just a quick reminder all sound that we play here is credit to 97.1, the fan, your home flagship station of the Ohio State Buckeyes. You That's like right. that? Did I do that right? Yeah, you Did can listen right? uh, to every single game as well. Yeah, you can. It's um, a beautiful thing. Look, we just hit on the O-line. We know they got to get better. Let's play this last clip and get out of here for today. Here is Ryan Day talking about his receiving group. These are guys that have put a lot of work into the program, and there's a lot of depth and some camaraderie there. I think that goes without saying, you know, three captains in that group, so a ton of leadership. But, uh, but, but I've really been given the opportunity to go make some plays this year, and they, they've, they've capitalized on it. And, again, nothing's perfect. We're still working on it. And it's, and still got a long way to go here. We're midway through this thing, but um, but but proud of the way they've gone so far. But but excited about what to see for the rest of the season too. This this unit and Simba are going to have to carry this year's Ohio State team. That's the reality of the situation. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. You can't. I'm not going to continue to say, well, look, this defense has got a game to get it fixed. I don't think they're going to get it fixed this year. You're just going to have to go. We're out. heading into Week Eight. Yeah, you're going to have to go out and win a ton of games, 44 to 37. Yep. You're going to have to win games like that. Now, this is like I'm saying. I'm going to rely a lot on these receivers and Dwayne Haskins. They've shown me that it, it's possible that yep. they can do it. Um, but it's going to be the one game where they don't show up because it happens every year. We see where one unit that's really strong on a football team just doesn't have it that week. You just don't have and that going to happen. And it's going to happen. Can the O-line running game get it going? But these cats all year have been really consistent. I know you had some drops throughout the year, but, man, I don't know how anybody can't look at this receiving group and say that's been the unit with Dwayne Haskins. That's been the strength of the team all year. You're under a total microscope when you play football for Ohio State. I think we've illustrated that when we're talking about the linebackers, we're talking about the pass defense, we're talking about the offensive line, and we're talking about the running backs. Your saving grace, easy breezy cover girl, yep. is Dwayne Haskins. It's him. This dude is balling out this year. You are going to be in games, and I'm with you, Maddie. It's going to be a pleasant surprise to me because I'm going into each and every game thinking that the Ohio State defense is going to get gashed, yeah. and they're not going to be able to run the ball. So no. you rely heavily on number seven, and I will be pleasantly surprised if and when that changes. No doubt. All right, that's it for today. Tomorrow is Thursday. These weeks Tomorrow's are going like Thursday, man. Easy, man. It is nuts. Bananas. Um, no, it's been good. Before we get out of here, Twitter handle at Brandon Beam nine seven one. Catch me the uh, when the Mega Millions drops, whenever it is, whenever the new drawing is. <laughs> Come on, man. Slide into my DMs. I'll throw you a hundred thousand. There we go. At Maddie Ice nine seven one. Hit me up. Like I said, if you guys have questions, topics that you guys want sure. us to talk Let about, us hit us up, man, because it's um, we do this for you guys. So thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Locked on Buckeyes podcast. Peace.